Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of GMG. I'm joined with my friend JJ. How's it going, man? Hello. <laughs> I'm alright, I'm alright. You're good, yeah. Okay, so we got yeah. two topics to get through, and these are these are big ones. And like January always seems to have like the shockers just to prepare everyone for the year ahead, I guess. So uh we're gonna get into it. First of all, I'd like to um start with Actually, I wanted us to talk about quickly what we're playing currently, if you're done with that, dude. Um, yeah, I'm done with that. And like, yeah, what what you've been uh, playing recently. So well, start. I've com- yeah, I've completed Control. So I've played and completed Control. I'm, I think I'm about five short of getting the thing, uh, the Platinum. I've played Ooh. Gris yes. on the PlayStation 4 as well, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, Destiny, as always. Yeah, and I started Final Fantasy Thirteen again. Oh, okay. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to get through that. So I want to talk to you about Control now that you finished it, right? Yes. Because I had this thing where, like, for me, I love Control. It's it's a brilliant game, but in the back of my mind, I always felt like it was a game that just wasn't ready for like this generation, just in terms of like technical problems. Because did you? Because you were playing on like the standard PS4, right? Or yeah. And did yeah, you ever? Did you ever feel like any of those problems? Like, it it felt like it, there were some bits that were clunky, but to be fair, like nothing that was game breaking, nothing that was bad. But there were sometimes, like especially when you pause and come out of pause, yeah. And then when you when there was some bits when you did too much, like there was too many many too many enemies on the screen, mm. then you could see that you could see the game grinding. Yeah. But otherwise than that, yeah, nothing game breaking, nothing too crazy. Okay. For me. On my yeah. side, on the just the regular PlayStation. Okay, yeah, because I I felt it, man. Even though I was playing on the PlayStation Four Pro, like definitely going through the game, I felt yeah, this could have probably taken another year, maybe, to come out so they can eye out these problems or just release it maybe on the new consoles. But you know, I guess you know the audience and everything like that, like the amount of people, the player base on the current gen systems wouldn't have made sense for a game like that. But it's the same with stars. So I, I've been playing or have finished control as well, but I, I finished that quite early into the holidays. Um but Star Wars, dude. I love that game. Fallen Order, completed it. Um oh, I have to say that because I know EA get a lot of like shit for, you know, what they've done with license and stuff, but I think they've actually done a better job than what Disney have done with the Star Wars license, to be honest with you. Yeah. I can see that. I've I've heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah, this game is what they need to start focusing on going forward, just in terms of it's taken one of the best periods for me in the Star Wars uh, universe um, during, you know, that time when, like, Vader's, like, trying to clear out all the remaining Jedi and stuff. I think that was a really good choice for them to choose um, the backdrop for this game. Uh, And, yeah, I, I recommend anyone that's into, like, action adventure games so definitely give it a shot it's a bit rough once again the same thing with control i think if this had a bit more time to cook it would have been you know a 9 10 out of 10 type of game but it does have like some technical issues but then again this is respawn's first time doing you know like a third person action adventure game and it's an amazing yeah yeah and they have and they and they have nailed it it's just a little bit rough around the thing but i guess you see that towards the end of the generation because i guess developers are looking more to the th- future of things yeah um but yeah all right so 
let's get let's get on to our first topic, which is Microsoft deciding that for the next two years they're not going to be making quote unquote like exclusives for the Xbox Series X. Now I don't know how much you um, have read about this uh, story um, at all, JJ. Have you followed it a bit, or do you know? I definitely, I've definitely followed it, <clears throat> and I I remember when they came out and they were talking about how like they they didn't make it too um, known that like Hellblade: Senua's Saga and um, Halo were not going to be exclusives. Like they kept it in the dark, so I think everyone assumed was just going to be an exclusive Xbox One X. And yeah. then we thought all the third parties were going to be like for at least a couple of uh, years between both Xbox One and Xbox uh, uh, Series X. But I, it kind of blew my theory out the water. I thought they were going to meld the, 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 the generations between the more powerful consoles. So Xbox One will be there for a little while. The Xbox One X will be supported for a little while longer. Yeah. And then it will go on to the Series X completely within a year or two. But yeah, yeah. I, I've I've read I've read quite a lot about it. I, I've not anything officially from Microsoft except for that. What we know that 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 there's not going to be any exclusives for a year or two. Which, for the record, I think is absolutely a phenomenal. It's it's something that no one expected, and it's something that no one talks about. And I think Microsoft are doing a good job of not putting too much mud in the water to say, and they just say, look. This is what it is. Take it or leave it, and that's it. And it's probably one of the most consumer-friendly things I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. Um, and and I think the more I think about it, the more I think that they just want like I think they genuinely just want people to play their games and be part of the Xbox universe and the Microsoft like like the moniker uh, Microsoft universe in terms of game playing. And I think they're being exclusive as as Ever they kind of be, and I think they actually are following probably one of the most successful businesses around at the moment, which is the description-based model, like Netflix, Love Film, all these people are doing. And I think that I think they're more focused on people playing games, subscribing to Game Pass than anything. Yeah, it's, it's a win-win for me for everybody. If you don't want it, don't buy it. Just play your games. If you do want it, you get you get everything included. Also, you get um. Project X Cloud, on top of that, when that releases, and it's already coming better than what you could pay for for Google. No, that's 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 fair enough. I mean, here's here's the thing, and we always talk about this, even outside of games and stuff like that. Sometimes it's best just not to say anything. And I think yeah. in this situation, of course, we're entering a new generation. Everyone's, you know, tensions are high, nipples are sore. You know, like people are just waiting for any reason to blow up with anything. And yeah. I think it was a big mistake for them to come out and and say this, because this is something that is actually quite common. Like everyone, and um, this was mentioned actually in the Digital Foundry video, which I think articulates it in probably the best way in terms of that's nothing new of people getting left behind, right? Yeah, like the idea yeah. of having a console exclusive um, game is the whole point that consoles exist really, right? Yeah. So. I don't ever buy the notion of I buy this new thing to enjoy primarily something that's old. 
<laughs> yeah, because it's yeah, just like, definitely. why, yeah? And so eventually it was going to happen. But messaging, as we always talk about, is the most important thing. Like how you deliver it, your, your idea, whatever your idea is, whatever product it is, whatever communication you want to get across, a message you want to get across, you have to know when to do that and when not to. And I think by saying... Um, you know, what do you call it? We're not going to have any Xbox Series X exclusives for the next two years. That's saying to your average person, not to us, because we, we've been playing games for a very long time. We understand how generations work. But for people who don't, they will look at that like, okay, so then I don't need to get this box. Like initially, that's what you would think. And yeah. I don't think any manufacturer, any company wants that with their new product to feel like they don't need to. I mean, that's why you're right in terms of what Microsoft is doing is consumer friendly in the sense of they're not trying to get money out of you, but for them to exist, they need to get money out of you and they need to make Xbox Series X seem like it's something that you want to get. It's desirable, like it has to, right? I don't buy into this narrative of that like, oh yeah, it's great that you don't have to get the new shiny thing. Like that's, it, that's not, you know, that's not a thing when you're releasing something new. No company does that. I don't think I don't think they're buying for that, though. I, I agree with you, and I, I think they know that, and I think they're smart enough to know this, and I think they've been in the business long enough to know this. And I think that they know, like I think we've discussed this, I think they know they will never be market leaders in terms of physical sales. I think they know their strengths, and I think they know their weaknesses. And I think this is them putting their foot out and kind of saying, look, we're not admitting defeat. We're not doing this. It's almost like a Nintendo type thing. Like we know what our strengths is. We know what our thing is. We want to be inclusive. We want to be this. Mm. I don't think they're necessarily saying don't buy the Xbox because you don't need. To. I just think this is the options you've got. And I've always thought. But isn't, on... isn't saying, but isn't that message. If you're say like you're someone like yeah. take yourself out of the situation, but imagine yeah. you're someone that's looking at the next version of the Xbox that's coming out, right? Yeah. And and you might not even have you might not even have uh, an Xbox at all, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you see, oh, okay, the new one is going to play all the new games that is coming out for that are going to work. It's going to work on something that is significantly cheaper as well. Yeah. Like, is that? I I just. I don't think that message is a good one when you're trying to recover the way Microsoft has been recovering, to be fair. But it's not necessarily think, a good one where you're trying to yeah. promote the new thing that you want everyone to buy. Inherently, I, they I, want I, people to buy in Series X, don't they? Or yeah, but I, I don't think I don't think the focus. This is the thing is, is I, I, I don't think the focus is Series X. I think the focus is Game Pass, and I think that yeah. if people just stop. And, and like just calmly just thought about it and thought you know what like for the first time in, in generation there is no force of kind of like feeling i have to do this or i have and it's like i could take my time i could even wait for a sell i could even and i don't think microsoft expects to sell a hundred million series x's mm. or the, the the whatever the, the the cheaper version is i don't think that that's their aim anymore and it's, I don't think it's necessarily the end game either. I don't think they're going to think, okay, if Game Pass, I think they've got, I think they've got something in the in the trunk as well. I think they think Game Pass fell, then we know what to do. I think they poured billions of dollars into buying all these studios, not for nothing, but to say that 
we don't just have an Xbox brand. We have Microsoft brand. We have Project X Cloud. We have Windows. We have the Series X. So I think they're trying to push the subscription-based thing and they're trying to say, look, we know not everyone has 500 pounds. We know not everyone has all the money all the time to buy these consoles and to buy this. Mm. We want you to be in the freaking ecosystem. Once you're in the ecosystem, like Apple, like Netflix, like everything else you subscribe to, then we've got you a foot in the door. Yeah, but so they're, go so they're going full on the mobile phone uh, strategy in that sense where yeah, like because apple are. have like several versions of their phones and yeah they're giving that option I think they are. okay yeah and this is what we we've talked about this before yeah. you. we've said that we think this is going to be like that and i think people are quick to judge but unlike the unlike like mobile phones and stuff like that like you you're a perfect example like you've got a way older iphone you don't yeah. need to upgrade you don't want to upgrade you don't have to upgrade but mm. yet you're still enjoying everything that the apple phone gives you yeah, that's true. Until I reach that wall where Until I can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then that's what Microsoft is doing. Microsoft is saying, look, you don't need to rush out and you don't need to get this. If you want to have your Xbox One for another two more years, do it. We're, we're there to help you. We want you to be in the system. So whether you've got an Xbox One or a Series X or even a One X, you're still within our system. You're still playing games because oh, their end goal isn't, yeah. Yeah, their end goal isn't Sony. They say we want to sell 100 million consoles. So Ingo is we want to have 100 million people playing our games. So my next question then, like, is how do you think this is going to affect Microsoft then, or do you think it will? In terms of like, this is like we're not used to this as like gamers, a generation. This is yeah. going to be unprecedented, right? So yeah. how is this going to impact future purchases of consoles, right? Yeah, in general and the industry because. I, I get what you're saying about how, yeah, it's the mobile phone model and they're trying to get you in that ecosystem. But does that mean, is there, is something going to suffer in terms of maybe even the quality of games? Because my biggest problem with this or the issue that I could see coming out and what is a bit thing is that the fact that for the next two years, they basically said the games that we're going to get are not going to be fully utilized in terms of the hardware. And when I mean fully utilized, I'm not talking about the basic stuff right in yeah. terms of like resolutions higher and more pixels and stuff that's a given right but i'm talking about like if you're designing say cyberpunk for example is something yeah. that's could be like an exclusive next-gen game right yeah. you can't you have to have people believing that that game cannot run on like current gen hardware because of you know things like physics like things outside of the standard things that we're going to expect differences in like we would expect resolution bumps but in terms of like animations for example that's something that you might only be able to get a certain amount of animations and all of that and a level of detail that the animations are in next gen but yeah because it can run on a on a what how old is the xbox one base now like i think uh, that's seven, six, seven years now? yeah seven years yeah yeah so you're so you're basically someone now you're creating a game now let's say you're a developer creating a game now you still kind of technically have to uh look into this whole um it has to run on an xbox one uh and that might impact the well it will as many people as try to say oh it doesn't it definitely does impact you as a developer if you have to think about older older hardware you just have to you just you like oh, no, I, and then it's it, something yeah go on 
Sorry. Yeah, I think it's something that we have to learn to deal with. And I think if this turnaround and and makes it like it, like like things like it's it's like what you're talking about is definitely right. And I think there's no other way around it except for saying yes, it's it's right. But in game isn't to get to get people to make the games as quick as as possible and to do like this. Like the developers have their time. The developers have their games. They're, they're they're already developers now that are already making games for the Series X only right mm-hmm. now as we speak because that's just standard because the the, the the amount of cycle it takes to make these games are not quick. Yeah. So their games are already being made, but the games that were being made in between were always going to be like that. And then I think when you hear news like this, people instantly think, well, now the games are going to be crap. No, the games were always going to be like this, regardless third party and first party, that was always going to happen. We were even talking about games that were always going to be across uh, cross generations. Like you said, The Last of Us, Cyberpunk, um, Doom possibly, anything that's coming out towards the later end of this year, they're probably going to be cross gen. There's probably going to be the, the there's going to be an update for each one. They'll be like, yeah, you can play on this one, but if you want the super duper graphics, you go on this. Yeah, true. So I think this is what I'm telling you. This is what I keep saying is that people love to react and then freaking spill this this venom across the whole entire internet, yeah. and and then people who have like minded just look it up and say, you see, I'm right, and it's not. It's it's something that we need to be inclusive. If we want to be inclusive. It means that we have to have people with all the money in the world or not all the money in the world so everybody can play and the in game i think microsoft's playing is let's get as many people as we can playing as many games as we can across multiple systems yeah i i think, I think that's, that's i think that's a yeah. positive thing i'm with you on that and yeah. uh i i i like the idea i mean for me personally dude hearing this yeah. just makes me feel i don't have the pressure now on needing yeah. to buy the next version of the machine. However, I, I'm still not sold if that's something that you really want to advertise. I just, I just, I get the whole ecosystem thing, but yeah. I still think there's a lot of stock in trying to sell the new shiny thing. And it doesn't mean that the new shiny thing is going to be bought straight away. It, it, most of the yeah. time, a lot of people don't, right? Um, yeah. The peak of console sales as history has told us is when like it gets a mild price drop or they bundle it in with like a particular yeah. game you know that everyone yeah. wants to play right like so cyberpunk is, a, is an example where if that game i know it has recently been delayed uh, to september but if they delay it even further the yeah. console that can leverage that game coming out and saying hey you can buy this on our on our system is going to benefit quite a lot with a yeah. game like that um so well what i would say my final question then and this is this is the one is how do you think sony are going to respond to this or do you think they will like do you think they will have you don't think they'll have some sort of like counter response to you know how they did with the whole used games thing last generation or this generation um do you think they'll have something like that yeah i think they'll be cheeky i don't think it's necessary i think that sony again like they're stuck in this Japanese mentality of like, we got to honor this and we got to do this. And they're, they're driven by numbers. They're driven completely different to the way my, it's taken me a long time to realize that each develop each, each, each console uh, manufacturer, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, have got completely three different kind of avenues to go down and everyone can exist, coexist and can, everyone can coexist happily. And Microsoft and, and Nintendo has proven this. And I think, the more for me, the more Sony tries to play the bad guy, tries to play the rebel, 
Um, this is this is what's going on. I won't be. Sorry, sorry. One second. Stay here. Yeah, I won't be. I'm just kidding. All right. Sorry, sorry, dude. Um, but no, I think I think the more that Sony tries to play this bad guy image, they're yeah. just speeding into these trolls of being like, you see, Sony is the best because of X, or Sony is the best because of did you see that that thing? And it's 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 all right to take your cheeky, cheeky pop shots, and that's fine, and it's it's good. But I more am inclined, and especially the older I get, I mean, I've got no room for hating anymore or doing any of that kind of this yeah, stuff. It's a tiring thing to hate. You yeah, shouldn't. yeah, and it's just like just appreciate what's there. Nintendo's got their crowd; they love it. Fair play. Microsoft's got their cloud crowd, love it. Fair play. Sony, just deal with your own stuff, do your own thing, and be as successful as you've always been, and everybody wins. Everybody wins. No one loses in any of those situations. Yeah, but so the business part of my brain, right, is always tells me that the world is not um just sunshine and rainbows in that oh, sense no. of like because when Definitely you say when, when you say that oh everyone wins uh microsoft wants to win they want people to buy the xbox series that's otherwise because that's why i don't buy into the whole thing of like oh this is okay because then you know like people previously can enjoy that but then you're hamstringing people that have enjoyed the history of, of a console generation getting better right and i don't think this will just be a two-year thing to be honest i think they're going to try and drag this out as much as long as possible to have games that are on you know everything i I really i really don't i i i I, that's where i don't agree i think that that, yeah i think the current games that they're making now yeah yeah. they're always between cycles i think they're always thinking yeah no as standard like as standard but why come out and this goes back to the messaging thing of what i was saying it's like why even come out and say something that has already been the case? Like, it's no different to how it was last generation or this generation well, when it was leading I up. Think you, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said there's no pressure. They just, they want to reaffirm the pressure is off. Like, you don't want to buy the Series X? Don't. Play your Xbox One. Buy your freaking, buy your heavily discounted Xbox One when the Series X comes out. Play the game. Play. That's it. That's all mm. they want you to do. Once you're on the system, oh, you're like, I guarantee you once Series X comes out with the older Xboxes and the new one, you're going to see a heavily more push for freaking Game Pass. And that's what's going to happen. Game Pass is going to be everywhere. And that, I think that's, that's always going to be the case. And I think that's the end. The short term game is we will take the hit because they can. And I know you don't like it. And a lot of this is not like that. But sometimes you have to take the hit to make the end game better. And people thought like like Microsoft started out in a garage. They didn't want to start out in a garage. They didn't want to do that. They had to take that hit, be 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 monetarily broke for at least a couple of years, to then freaking make the powerhouse that they have become today. Every company has to kind of hit. Well, but you talk about but even with Game Pass, right? Do you like? I even look at something like Game Pass. I don't think that's necessarily sustainable for like indefinitely. Because it's costing them, it's costing them a lot of money. I mean, it's sustainable in terms of their own stuff, right? Yeah. But in terms of like, it, it's kind of similar, actually. I don't know if you remember, like, with PlayStation Plus, right? And when yeah. you know Sony had that leak and they had that problem, and then uh, PlayStation Plus as a goodwill thing had 
so many games, dude. It was ridiculous. And these were not like oh, like two. These were current ga games that were like coming out even like six months apart were being put on PlayStation, PlayStation Plus for yeah. free. And PlayStation yeah. Plus back then was completely different to what it was now. Like there was no limit. Yeah. Like I remember just logging onto my PlayStation and getting game after game after game. Like I think yeah. Sleeping Dogs that came around that time was on there. And that was very, very current. And like... But that's not, you can get away with that towards the end of a generation because I guess most of these publishers and stuff like that are getting ready for the new generation, you know, and these games yeah. have already sold what they could sell um, and we're on to the next best thing and we're ready to promote that. So yeah, here, have this for free, right? How yeah. long do you, and I guess that's a similar situation that Game Pass is in now. Like there's a lot of games that are coming out that are fairly recent, right? That they're releasing on there and yeah. it's great now. But when we then get into the next generation, I think that might slow down and then we're back to the exclusives being the common denominator and this is where i think the reason why i asked you that question about sony is i think i believe that they definitely will respond to this and we will definitely hear how much you can only play this game on the ps5 whilst you know saying your ps4 library carries on because that's the one thing the xbox would have like it's fine that you can still play your Xbox One games. No one gets left behind in that sense. But yeah. the new game that hasn't even been announced yet or is saying also can be played on your old system just seems yeah. weird to me because PlayStation are definitely not going to go that route. Like they, they are 100% going to try their best okay. to counter um, any news that Microsoft, which is kind of the reason why they've been quite quiet, I think. I think they're waiting. I think they're biding their time and they're... They're never usually a reactionary company. I've never yeah. seen Sony like that, like from the competition. Well, think, but... It's already shook them up. It's already shook them up. Like you said, they've never yeah. they've never done this before. So it, it's something that's got even got Sony feeling. And I think everyone's thinking this. And I think everyone knows that physical's going to die out. Yeah. And then, and then what's going to happen? Because even Netflix has admitted that freaking their biggest competitor is Fortnite. And games and movies and TVs are all fighting with this space. Wow. And it's like, okay. it's what, it's what do we do with this? Like people only got so many times during the hours. What, what entertainment do we give them? And people want choice. And it's always the illusion of choice. And people are always going to go to the thing that gives them the choice that's best for them. Disney Plus, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu in the US, yeah. um, HBO, this kind of stuff. And people will subscribe. They will pick and choose what they want. And I think with the Microsoft and Sony and and going forward like that i think yeah sony knows sony ain't stupid either sony knows that this is no matter what anyone says nintendo sony microsoft know that there will be a point at time where the subscription-based model will take over i don't know how long i don't know if it'll be forever mm -hmm. i don't know how successful it'll be but yeah. it's going to happen because game pass has proven it it went from a laughing stock to now one of the best consumer-friendly devices so you can buy an xbox you can have 150 games and you can have an amazing kind of thing right now. And, and you don't even have to buy a physical disc. You buy an Xbox, take it home, and bam, you've got 150 games instantaneously. Because most new Xboxes now, One S and Xs, come with three months of um, Game Pass for free. Mm. Yeah. And so that's the thing. And I think that's, that's and, and Sony knows this. Sony knows that you can't be the last one dragging on your heels and saying, we don't want to do this, we don't want to do this. And then expect to always be, you need to kind of figure out what you need to, like like Amazon, when Amazon first came into the business, they started selling books. And then Jeff Bezos uh, took over CEO. Yeah. And he says, what can I do to make this company even better? 
and he goes, and it's, 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 it's what Donald Trump does, and it's what a lot of good business people do, and it's caused chaos. And within the chaos, people are going, wait, what? And he's already reacted. He's already reacted. And while everyone else is just instantly looking at why did they do this, he's already moving on to the next thing. Hmm. And this is the reason why Amazon is the biggest freaking book supplier in the world. Went from a lonely bookstore on the internet to now selling everything. It's because of he, he didn't react. And it's like what you said, he just did. He just did it and it worked. Yeah. And it's not necessarily it's going to work for every time and everything. But in business, yeah, you, you can't be the one that reacts and wins. You need to be moving forward. And I think that's what Microsoft's doing. I think that's what Nintendo's doing. I think yeah. that's what Sony is doing. Yeah, my biggest fear, I, I mean, yeah, we can close this out now, I guess. I, I'll, yeah. I'll just say the the thing that worries me the most, I just hope this doesn't happen, is that they realize that they have to leave people behind, right? Because I know yeah. they've been on this goodwill thing for a very long time because they've had to do it. But understand yeah. that those people that bought your Xbox One have to understand that eventually they're going to have to buy your Xbox Series yeah. X. And, and I think as long as Microsoft themselves understand that, then that's fine because I, ain't, I no one's, ain't no one's believing that, hey, I'm going to still be able to play Xbox Series X games on my Xbox One in four years. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, I mean, you might if they force that, but it's not going to be a pleasant experience, albeit we might get an experience that's held back. Yeah, and that's the that's the only thing. But no, I, I see what yeah, you're I saying. Think I think do. it's yeah. I think I think it's a smart strategy, and we'll have to wait and see. But um, yeah, okay, that's a uh, that's a. Uh, I, I I love I love this topic though, and we'll probably revisit this anyway because I I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot more that's coming this year, dude. Like in terms of yeah. something big's coming. I don't know what. But I feel it, and I feel it might be a Sony yeah. thing. But that's a good way to go into it because our next topic, which is equally as big, if not the biggest, it could be the biggest thing outside the consoles releasing. It could be the biggest yeah. news of the year, and that is Sony have decided to not attend E3 2020. Now, and I did call it. I you did. did. It. You did. We had this conversation months ago, and you said to me. Yeah it's going to happen. And I was like, JJ, that is insane just because of the simple reason that they have a new console coming out. And you were just like, yeah. no, like they, which maybe it was to. foresight on your part. Yeah. Or, you know, you really saw into the future and was just like, damn, they really don't need to. Now I, I'll give you my two cents on this, right? Yeah. Because I've been telling you this anyway, that I feel it with Sony there's yeah. something they're going to do, which they didn't need to, but it's something they're going to do that's just going to mess up this this PS5 thing. I can just <laughs> feel it. Like every generation's always been like that. Yeah, there's always been yeah. someone doing it. So we had the PS3, you know, 599, all of that. And now um, this generation, we had Xbox One, we connect and use games and always online, all of that stuff, right? So just history would dictate that it's Sony's turn now to go because Nintendo are off in their blue ocean. So they never really, yeah. you know, they don't, they don't compete in that way. Um, and I think this could be maybe one of those, like initially when I heard this news, I just couldn't, I was like, oh man, now I know JJ is going to be like, yep, I told you so. I knew it. And I was just like, but why would you do that? Having thought about it though, I've come to the realization, yeah. and this is more in terms of also the Microsoft thing, is that the yeah. industry is definitely changing, right? Yeah, people have been yeah. caught a lot, but I think this generation 
more than any, we're going to see a big change outside of just the games being different or not being different, which is another one of my fears. But like, we are going to see companies doing things that the old guard, kind of like how I feel like I am, might not like and might just have to accept that this is the way things are going to be. Because I've always loved the idea of E3 being like Christmas in the middle of the year. It's like my birthday time. It's just great. I just love covering it. I love taking in all the information, getting hyped about whatever it is. And especially when there's a new console launch, it's even better. We're not going to have that now. And I think it's it. this is less of it being an impact on Sony and more an impact on you know, the ESA that run the E3 yeah. in terms of its future, I think. And yeah. I don't know, what what do you think about the overall thing? Even outside of Sony, what do you think this could mean, if anything? Well, someone, so I read this article and it was almost about three, four years ago and it always brings it up. And I think the, the longer it goes on, the longer I believe it. And I think it was initially when there was rumors Nintendo and Sony were going to pull out. And Microsoft's head fast and said, oh, he said they're not doing it. But the original E3 was just there for for uh, for buyers to see what the new to see what the new goods were and to then say, all right, here's what we're selling. Here's here's where you could place your orders. And this is where you could get people excited when you got the brick and mortar stores. Now, with this, with with the rise of freaking digital and, and online sales through Amazon and Tesco's like everybody and their dog is, is doing it. Like literally I could go to Aldi and buy the new Call of Duty and buy a loaf of bread. So there's no need for kind of doing this. And also the internet is, is with the self advertising is E3 now has lost that appeal. And it's, it's the reason why three and the guy predicted this because it wasn't at the time. He said, I guarantee you next year, they're going to allow the public to love it. And he mm. was right. Mm. And, and, that's why, because it's no longer an E3. They need to rebrand this whole thing, and they just need to be, it needs to be like a Comic-Con. It needs to literally be like a Comic-Con and just be a massive gaming convention for, for fans. And I think that's how you have to redesign it. But I just think that with Nintendo doing their own thing, with Sony doing their own thing, and Microsoft spread, spreading the cash because they can, yeah. But remember, Microsoft, Microsoft are also doing technically their own thing because they're not physically yeah. there either. Like their center no. is like near, um, yeah. you know, but it's not it's not yeah. physically so, in but, the same venue. Yeah. So, But I just think it's because E3 is stuck in the same formula that it was 10 years ago when 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 things like Game, GameStop, Walmart, Asda, these kind of people needed to know what was coming out, needed to know what was going to buy, and then base their future sales on this. And then they go to their shareholders and do that. No longer do you need to do that because Twitter's there, YouTube's there, Facebook is there, Instagram is there, and they're just regular searching around the internet. And that's that's the reason why. And I think E3 needs to completely change the way it does things um, because it's no longer feasible viable to do that. So you're, you're so you're saying it should become just like any old like Comic Con event yeah, that happens because it, it's going to have to because the way it was set up originally is it's no longer needed. Sony doesn't have to spend one cent. They could just say The Last of Us Two, put out a video, and bam, dude, it's got all the garner the attention that E3 has got. But then would you put say it that Twitter? it becomes it becomes kind of but even if they were to go with that strategy of it. Yeah. becoming more like a comic-con that immediately means that they lose like 
a lot of money because obviously they you know sony spend a lot of money coming to the scene microsoft spends a lot and nintendo yeah. spends a lot but as one person moves out and another person moves out and then you know you get the publishers that move out you're then just left yeah. with like indies that need actually the big yeah. stage um well this is presence. what i yeah, you need to regroup it. You need to put it down. You need to put it smaller. You need to open it up to the public all the days. And then you need to be like, there you go. Because the, the buyers, Amazon and all there, they don't need to, they don't need to come to you anymore. They don't have to. There's not a need for them to go to you and say, this is going on. They've already got a direction from Sony saying, these are games coming out. That's all you need to know. And we'll let you know. We'll give you the official dates and then you can sell them. And that's it. Because now it's all done digitally when 10 15 years ago it wasn't so you it you, wasn't done like that so you wouldn't so you don't really blame sony necessarily for this decision no. like you don't because i i think it's i one second I, sorry. I, yeah cool. probably i'm just doing a podcast that quick sorry I, I won't be too long you gotta love these live domestics <laughs> during the podcast yeah. i love it <laughs> no sorry it's all good too that's fine man um but yeah no i was saying like I think this, like, I, I don't really know what to think about this decision because I've, if it doesn't work and then Sony is coming like next year, their tail between their legs, you know, and E3 are like, well, how did that work out for you? But then again, they yeah. already did that last year, but you can forgive last year because it was like, what really were they going to show? Yeah. Yeah. But this year's then, that's like a real statement of, wow, okay. Um, because last year you could argue they don't have anything to show. This year that's yeah. not an argument, right? So like, there's definitely yeah. something going on there. Now, if Sony feel they can go it alone, um, but it doesn't work out, what do you think is going to happen? Because I, I, I still want E3 for for a couple of reasons. One, yeah. as an industry, the gaming industry is still very, relatively young, and it needs it needs one particular time to show itself off. And I get yeah. the idea that we have these individual things that help the individual companies. That's fine. But you need, yeah. and it's easy because a lot of people bring up, oh, well, but Apple do it, but Samsung do it and whatever. It's like, but E3 was never just a Sony thing. It was never just a Microsoft no. thing. It was never just a Nintendo thing. Yeah, it was all of that, the collection of those things. So we now don't, as an industry as a whole, will not have that, right? If, yeah. if this starts to like uh, trickle down and, and really influence other companies to say, look, man, if Sony can do it and still, like you said, garner all that attention, still make, save money whilst make like not affecting their bottom line and all of that stuff, why don't we do that? But then yeah. that removes the eyes, you know, and I'm talking, when I say eyes, I mean your generic average eyes, the person that just switches on the TV and sees what's the C3 thing about, right? It, yeah. we're, we're losing that as a whole which yeah. kind of I don't know how you feel doesn't doesn't that mean that we're kind of then losing the appeal of the industry as a whole because we're not appealing to the main mainstream because I still don't believe that the mainstream are people that tune in to a dedicated Sony event and also I don't buy into the thing that they don't need to know about this or at least have um that possible exposure to it yeah it's just i i don't know like it, it's just people are now speaking away with their money and they're trying to save as much money as possible and hire the less so i think if you look at it logically they're like yeah we don't need to do this because we've got an open platform on youtube twitter 
everything else. It's not as exciting. It's not as crazy, but they could garner a hundred million views in less than 30 minutes without spending anywhere near as much as they do. Yeah. And that's the, that's the sad truth about it. No, it's true. I mean, I was speaking to it's one of my friends. It's not as exciting, like you said. Yeah. But it, it is, it is, that's what, that's what the case is. Yeah. It's, it, they're protecting their own bottom line, but what about the industry yeah. as a whole? Cause let's face it. Look, if less eyes are on the industry, yeah then that means potentially less eyes are going to be on your product that's in that industry that you're trying to release anyway. So like by Sony backing out, it it may in the short term help them because maybe that's perceived what the current trend is. But in the long term, yeah. it's not. Because I look at like Comic-Con, for example, still has, it has, there's loads of Comic-Cons, but they still have, like they still have a main thing that represents the industry as a whole. Yeah. But then I guess you could yeah. argue sometimes Marvel doesn't, they don't turn up, do they? So no, and not everyone always them. turns up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I guess maybe that is the sign of the times, but it's interesting. Yeah. I, I definitely think that this could be something that is along the lines of like hindsight will show maybe Sony should have done that. I mean, they're going to come out with something that's big. Um, yeah. And like I said, the, the, both of these topics are quite interesting because it's more that myself, maybe it's just me. I have to come to terms with this is how the industry is going to change. In the next five years, it's yeah. going to be very, very different. We're going to have games that run on, you know, last generation's hardware, which really does scare me, dude. Like, sorry to go back to that <laughs> um, thing, but yeah. I do not like, I, I have never bought into this thing of like, I'm buying this new thing so I can enjoy, enjoy the old thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, because it is inherently hamstringing your thing, but whatever, whatever, we covered that anyway. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, what, have you got anything more to add to that, or are you no, you're pretty much no, like? No, I, I think yeah, because the E three thing is like it's just unfortunately it's for just me, like, I think that's yeah, it's yeah. just it's, it's that's what it is, and I think it's just times have moved on, and it's just not going to go. So, do you think they're going to have? their own event soon and then that's just good and then people are going to forget about it they're just going to be yeah. hyped uh, yeah. okay i've got a question actually so when, when do you think they're going to do this because this kind of falls in line with now that cyberpunk has been delayed right till september yeah. right and sony are just still being quiet and they're not going to be at e3 do you think yeah. they're going to decide to like because uh, wouldn't it be cool if they like announce this kind of later on in the year and then, and then we didn't have to wait too long until the console was out. So in a way they kind yeah. of got Microsoft to, you know, show this is the future. And let's say Microsoft yeah. have a massive demo of um, Cyberpunk and people obviously yeah. know that Cyberpunk is an exclusive on that system. So yeah. if they're still waiting for the PS5, they're like, okay, I know that's coming out on the PS5. I'm going to get this game on the PS5. And then when the yeah. PS5 finally has its blowout, they're just hyped and they're ready and they're ready to buy. Do you think they might adopt that strategy or do you think we'll get to see the new console and some information like in the first half of the year? Or do you think we'll hear I think something? We'll be, I think February. I think February is where they're going to drop the new console. Uh, I okay. Think, I, I, I think, I don't know about anything else, but I, think, I do think February will be where they drop the PlayStation stuff. Um, but otherwise than that, I don't see anything more. I think everyone's going to be focused on the new consoles except for Nintendo. I think okay. Microsoft is going to be focused on that. Sony's going to be focused on that. Going in, making sure the console launch as strong as possible. And then just going into the Christmas period. And then I think next year, it's then going to be back to focusing all on games. And do you and think Nintendo, 
do you think we'll see what people are talking about in terms of like the Switch Pro at all? Like quickly on that, yeah, do you think we're gonna? You think we're gonna see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I, I, I think we will. I think, but the thing about the Switch Pro, and I was um, speaking to my other mate about this, I think it won't be, I think it'll be a dedicated box. I don't think it will be handheld. Like, it will be more powerful, but it will be something that, you know, you stick underneath your TV and you definitely cannot carry I do as well. I, I think as well. Oh, okay. So it's going to spy. It's, things are changing, guys. That's what I've got to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> and change in some ways is good, some ways bad. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, okay, that, I think that does it for this uh, episode. It was nice to um, yep. to go over these two. It's pretty big uh, thing. Um, yep. Thanks for joining me, dude. Uh, All I know right, no problem, nice man. Quiet Sunday thing. People can catch you at what was it? Dog Nuts One on Twitter. Yeah. Um, on Twitter. I'm a Game Eight Game. Hit me up, guys. Let us know what you think about these topics and what you guys think about the future and you know where things are heading if it's for the best or or not and uh, let me know yeah. about that on twitter but um thanks for listening guys and we'll see you on the next episode of the gmg so and um, take care of yourselves